Spooky Beach. Yeah, well, actually... Spooky Beach music. Oh, yeah, you're right. Spooky Beach music. That was the uh, specials. That song was released back in the 80s. Uh, and the only reason I played it, besides the fact it's actually a cool song. I don't. Have you ever heard that song before? Yeah, I have. You have heard the that. The horn line's been sampled quite a bit, too. Yeah, right? Cause when it, so here's what happened. Today, Duran Duran actually released an album. They're, they're kind of calling it sort of like a Halloween album. Yeah, it's called Dance Macabre, and apparently they claim, you know, that... What? No, no, keep going. I, it's, yeah, oh. keep going. So apparently they claim they've always had a darker side about them, not just a bunch of good-looking guys playing 80s pop music on yachts and stuff like the Rio video. So they channeled their inner, uh, I don't know, gothness, I guess? Sure. So they redid some of their tunes, um, and this morning when I was... Uh, Running the vacuum cleaner real quick, clean up the house uh, before I left. I listened to it. It's not a bad record, but they did a, they did a cover version of of this song, right? so which is called Ghost Town. And I will it. They didn't really do anything different to it. So here I'll play this. This is the one that the uh, Duran Duran did. So it's so obviously it's a hell of a lot louder for one thing, but it's got. A little bit more of that Duran Duran-y, funky bass thing. Sure. And I have to, and that's loud. <laughs> I gotta turn that down. Ah. I have to say, the one thing I do actually kind of like about Duran Duran, they did, was Nick or Mick or whatever, the, the guy, Taylor, that was a bass player. He was a good bass player, or is a bass player. So it's got a good bass line. Yeah. Coming like a ghost town. Coming like a ghost town. Do you, can you do your best, like, cockney <laughs> thing? That's. I want to scare people. I want to sing like Duran Duran. So he, they, this this record came out and it's got some covers on it. I'm gonna hey, stop. Hungry it. like the wolf. That's that's why. Why well, is that not do, a Halloween song? They didn't do a cover of, of Hungry like the wolf. Huh? Yeah. I wish I had a guitar here. I used to do a cover of that song and I kind of came up with like a so cool dance macabre. Thing. So. So we're at a music store, folks, and music lessons happen here, and I teach guitar lessons here, and a lot of my students have been listening to this band. Now, they've been around for a little bit, but I didn't know about them. Uh, Who? Ghost. You know oh. Ghost? No, but this is they're Ghost Town. Sw- okay. They're okay. a Swedish band, and uh, a lot of my students have been wanting to learn this Ooh. tune from a few years ago called Square Hammer, but there's another tune that another student said to me uh, that he wanted to learn, and it's called... Square uh, Hammer. Let me hear, check this out. Well, well the, the tune is called Dance Macabre, though. This other song that they oh, do. Oh, you're right. It's right underneath it. Let's see. Is it the same song? No, but they have like three top, three top songs on, where am I, YouTube Music, but this is Dance Macabre, which is the third one. This is kind of rocking. Let's hear Check this out. Oh. Turn down. They can bring it up a little bit. Oh yeah, me too. In my in my phones. No. That's kind of cool. It's got a little kind of like Rob like Rob Zombie meets classic rock. Oh, 
yeah, they're Swedish. They uh, dress. They lost me with the vocal sound. Sorry. They dress kind of far sh- more like intense that. than their music suggests. Like the album covers are elaborate, and then the they dress like guars. Oh yeah. No, no, oh, dr- I've seen these guys. He's got the yeah, yeah. 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 They, they look like crazy killer aliens or something. Uh, well, the one guy dressed up like uh, he had, you know, it's like a, like a skeleton type face, yeah. and he's dressed up like in a in a pope outfit or something. You know what like that, that means? That that means he's like fifty. He's like my age. I think I, I think he actually. It, well, they to me they remind me of like Kiss. Yeah, because the music is not heavy as they dress. Like it's it's a, so much more tame than they look. So like you see these guys in Kiss, and they, you don't know what they look like. They look super intense. They have the spikes on yeah, their yeah, shoulders, yeah. platform shoes, and then they come out and they're like, Ah, <laughs> right. And then yeah, the, yeah. I feel the same way with this band Ghost. Like when I saw them and I pulled them up as a student was telling me about, it, I'm like, Oh wow, this is going to be intense music. And it's like, No, it's just kind of like you know. I mean, I'm looking at the guy's face right now. He's definitely so two places old farts like me can hang out is country music, bluegrass music. This is technically three, and I guess anything you wear makeup on. So glam rock. Yeah, yeah, but I, I got a belly. I couldn't do like the, the outfits, <laughs> the shirt, the shirtless stuff. Yeah, yeah, like Guar, where they actually like paint on like the stomach, abs, <laughs> paint the abs on. <laughs> anyway, we're back at the music store. This is Jason, it's Jeremy. Uh, it is. Uh, it's uh, Halloween, Eve, Eve, Eve. It's. Anyway, so we, uh, we're going into Halloween, so we thought we'd do like a specialish Halloween episode. So uh, let's start with the history of Halloween. Hey, it's always good to know where where these things come from. Um, I would like to say that I think it's probably Halloween as we know it. Probably is a kind of a heavily American thing that's gradually making its way around the world, but. Would you like to hear some history on Halloween? Sure. It's more than just the free candy. Yeah. You want to guess about the history first, and then I'll, then I'll tell you how well, close I know you it's, get. I know it's, it's, it stemmed from a, a pagan, yeah. pagan traditions. It did. So I'll, I'll read you the, uh, <clears throat> the AI-generated internet <laughs> scrape version. Celtic. It has Celtic and European roots. Its origins can be traced back to the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain. Samhain, which marked the end of the harvest season. Basically, exactly when we have it. Um, and it was believed that on the night of October 31st, the boundary between the living and the dead blurred, allowing spirits to roam the earth. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah, get out of my way, box. Um, and people would light bonfires and they'd wear costumes to ward off these spirits. But then the Christians got a hold of it, much like Christmas trees and Santa Claus and other stuff. And uh, they basically set up two holidays to correspond with this, All Saints Day, or All Hallows Day on November 1st, and All Souls Day on November 2nd. So the night before All Saints Day became to be known as All Hallows Eve, which is got translated into or morphed into Halloween. All mm. Hallows Eve, Halloween. Now, I feel like people still say kind of, I've heard All Hallows Eve yeah, before. Yeah. That's still the kick of thing, right? So that got mushed up there, and then um, in typical fashion, even though it's mainly like has Irish roots, uh, as the you know people migrated to the United States, the Irish that came sort of brought these traditions with them. Uh, but you know what the Irish carved ahead of pumpkins? They weren't pumpkins. The initial carving potatoes, of very close. Another root vegetable called a turnip. Oh, yeah. so they would uh, do those, and then I guess here we have lots of pumpkins, so that's that's what would happen. 
And then uh, basically commercialization took over once somebody figured out they could make some money off this holiday, and the rest is history. Yeah, I just, I just, it's just the uh, hallmark, hallmark effect. Yeah, the exact. I was, I was about to say Walmart, although I think that's probably it's the same thing. Why not? Pro- sure. Yeah. Yeah. Are you are you are you a Halloween guy? Uh, I suppose just as much as anybody else is. I mean, not not when I was a kid, I thought it was great, but now that I'm an adult, I'm just like taking my kids out for Halloween. Yeah. So yeah. okay. Yeah. I'm actually going to wear a co- costume to the, this year for the first time in many years because we're doing one of those trunk retreats for the art school. I'm dressing up as Jason Pollock. <laughs> so I, I look like That's a Jackson right. Pollock painting, but I have the hockey mask. Right. That's, I actually really like that. Yeah. That's really good. That's clever. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with that. I was uh, the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man a couple times. How did you get that costume? Uh, it's 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 a it has a, a battery operated fan. So you put this. It looks like it's a giant trash oh, bag. Like you put the, it on like, and then it blows yeah. itself up. Like so, the tra- like the dinosaur costumes. Yeah, I like the anonymity because I put it on and I'm and I'm like six feet tall. So I'm like this six foot when more with the head of the thing on my head like the six and a half foot Stay Puft Marshmallow Man and nobody knows who I am so I have all this anonymity so I just I dance up and down the streets and you just knock kids out of the way run up to like the the door get in my way kid I've taken pictures of people and I don't say I don't say a word and I creep up I creep up behind kids and I'm just like because the thing has a permanent grin it's just on the on the mask itself and I just kind of creep up behind the real little kids and it was really funny. Last year, I, I encountered a, a team of Ghostbusters. So when they saw me, oh, that's classic. I turned the corner, and then their eyes widened, and I saw them. So to play, like they're like they're looking at me like, oh my goodness, it's a safe. So I actually took off running down the street, going. Well, my arms were above my head, yeah. because <laughs> the great. Ghostbusters were coming to get me. Awesome. But getting back to the beginning, Duran Duran's got the Halloween record dropped right. today. That's but I listened to their version of Ghost Town. And I like the original so much better. Mm. It just, volume difference aside, it just has like a feel and like you you want to dance to it and it's not so produced. And apparently that, when they did that song, that's The Specials, an English band, they were touring around the UK and this is around uh, 1980 when they were suffering like a severe recession mm. in the UK. And it was basically, they gave them the idea, it was like they're just going through all these cities and towns in, in, in England, and it was like everything was boarded up, and it was like like a ghost town. Another song that they did, Duran Duran did on that album, is they did a version of Psycho Killer. Oh. Now, I know you're not a Talking Heads fan, because we talked about this, but it's kind of interesting, because that Stop Making Sense video movie recap is still out there. It's one of those things where I listened to it, and I said, why? There's, there was really no reason for them to cover that song, because um, they didn't do anything different to it. I suppose that's what it comes down to in yeah. covers, right? Yeah. What, well, what, what he, twist can you put on it? But they, it's weird, though. You have a new wave band covering another new wave band. New wave band. Now, here's the thing. When you do a cover, I feel like if you're going to cover a song, you really need to make it your own. Would you agree with that? Oh, if you're like a major recording artist, then yes. I want to I hear your, your take on okay, it. Okay, so yes. here we got this song. Sweet dreams are made of these. Who am I Classic, speaking of the 80s, right? Sweet Dreams, the Eurythmics, Miss Annie Lennox singing. Great, great song. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, that's pretty much four minutes of that. Um, but accidentally today, when I was doing uh, some research, came across this version. Can you guess who this is? 
Now this is. Marilyn Manson. Yeah, you got it. Okay. Marilyn Manson. This is a particularly crazy part. Like the first part, he sings a little bit more. Number. That's the giveaway for Manson, right? Yeah. Okay. So the one thing I will say about it is he made it his own. Can you do a Marilyn Manson voice? I don't. I haven't listened to enough Marilyn. No? Man- I mean, that's you just you just played me more Marilyn Manson than I listened to in the last really? thirty seconds than oh. I have in the last thirty years. Oh. <laughs> I really, I haven't listened to any. I, I'm oh. not a fan of his. Oh, that's funny. I was going to make you do Marilyn Manson ordering a pizza. I mean, based on what I heard right there, you'd be like, <laughs> you know, he could call up and just be like, I'd like to place an order for a pepperoni pizza. Hello, I'm Tony Romano Pizza. Can I come? This is Marilyn Manson. Like a pizza. No anchovies. No. Okay. Anyway, Marilyn, but hey, Marilyn Manson did a unique version. In fact, here, I'll flip back to the beginning. Like, just where the groove is. Versus the synth part, you know? Sure. Which is actually kind of a little bit all over the place, but... Well, I know uh, the his his guitar player, John Five, is is, is really great. He's a, He always wanted to be... I read a great article with him. He always wanted to be a studio cat and just kind of be able to step in, in and out of any genre. And huh. I, a funny... Or a fun fact about John Five... Uh, he is a huge country music fan. Chicken picking and all that, all chicken picking guitar stuff. He loves it, and yet he's also in Marilyn Manson's band. Good music's good music, and I can't, I can't imagine you couldn't learn some cool country lick that you couldn't stick in a Marilyn Manson song. Heard isolated guitar parts of of his from certain songs, and also live clips where he's incorporating the technique that's that comes along with country music into. Uh, his solos that he takes at the Marilyn Manson shows. I'm like, holy crap, that's, that's really it. That's it. I mean, granted, it's the the tone of the guitar is not country at all. It's, yep. it's way more, uh, you know, goth, rocky metal. But it's like, no, that's the, that's the application. I totally see it. If you had to pick an instrument that could some incorporate all the creepiness of Halloween, what instrument would it be? I don't know what you were trying to do with it the instrument. It was bad. It was bad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I would just say uh, uh, any kind of Moog synth. Tell me if you know what this instrument is. Well, you, uh, hold on. It's a, uh, is that a theremin? It is. Yeah. The only instrument that you don't actually touch. Yeah. Now, this is Leon Theremin actually playing a theremin. The theremin is like whenever you watch like a 50s science, science fiction movie or something scary, you yeah. So that's a theremin. It's basically two antennas. So when I was doing my research on this, because I'm like, you know, theremin has definitely got, got that spooky, like ghosty sound. Like it's, it's almost a, not a trope. What's a stereotype? It's like a stereotype. Like if you hear, you hear that in a movie, it's always the theremin. And well, when Jimmy, the ghost Jimmy comes Page in. from Led Zeppelin used the theremin. Uh, the theremin uh, was a product of the Soviet government-sponsored research into proximity sensors. Mm. So, like most things, it probably had something to do with killing people in war and, and things like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> he worked on this in 1919 in Russia, and then eventually left, came to the States, like all good immigrants do, and, and patented it and made some money. Now, people have done some amazing, amazing things with this instrument. And just for anybody that doesn't know what it looks like. It's basically a box that has an antenna that sticks up vertically, and one sticks out the side. I'm assuming one has something to do with pitch, right? Because you have to have pitch, yeah. and then the other one is maybe a vibrato or something. But check out this cat, man. Uh, his He's on YouTube. 
His he's under Metzerg M is in Michael E Z E R G, and he like has like little foot pedals, a keyboard, and a theremin. Now you wouldn't know it by listening to it. I definitely tell everybody to check out this video. It's called Welcome Theremin. But check out what this cat's doing. So he's got like a foot bass drum trigger. And if you watch him, he's wearing like a Hawaiian, you may, maybe you can come around here, he's like watching a Hawaiian shirt, and he's like dancing like he's made out of spaghetti noodles. And he's just so fun to watch, this guy. Do you, do you think that would ever go over like, you know how there are solo acoustic guitar players in a bar? Like, yeah. just doing their thing. What if there's like... They didn't know who they hired, and like, oh, we have this guy, and it's like, oh yeah, I'm a solo theremin guy. Uh, <laughs> you know what, dude? I totally would show if it was this cat. I would totally go. Yeah, I'd be like, dude, it's Metzrick theremin night. I am there. I'm there. <laughs> Metzrick theremin and Weinspritzer night. Yeah. Now I'm not a. Are you a horror like movie guy? I'm not like a real horror movie guy. Or do you, I, you know your fair amount of horror, horror movies? I know a decent amount, but I'm not like any any buff by any means. Okay, we're playing guess the theme. Okay. So, so um, it's the it's the it's the theme music of the horror movie. Correct. Okay. I might need a little bit louder on my headphones. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Anything? Is it is it more modern or is it like eighties? Okay. I'm not gonna. I, is it Michael? No. Okay. Or is it, it's it's not Freddy. No. Okay. Nightmare on Elm Street. But that's Freddy. Oh, that is Freddy. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew. I didn't think it was Michael. I'm like, I'm if if sure this was uh, Wheel of Fortune, they wouldn't give it to you. You're doing good. Well, that's this. Right. Is, that's this is Michael. Now you know Halloween. As I you look this up, as I understand, the story was the director went in and like just played it on on a keyboard and was like, that's that's the theme. John Carpenter. John Carpenter. Now, Halloween is basically like... John Carpenter, yep. That's M Michael Myers, is that his name? He's like basically tries to kill his sister for like all the time, right? Jamie Lee Curtis, wasn't yeah. that the sister? Yeah, in the original ones. And then he just starts, you know, he's just takes, taking on random people. I think he went into outer space, didn't he? Um, That was... Was that Jason? That was Freddy versus Jason in outer space. Oh, no, Jason goes to outer space... <laughs> I don't. I think just Jason in outer space. I think I don't. I don't think it was versus anybody. But they had a Freddy versus Jason. I could be wrong, but I okay. know Freddy versus Jason and Jason outer space. See if you get this one. The Shining. Yes, there you go. Uh, <laughs> this one's very orchestral. I like this one. I feel like I do know this too. 80s? Yeah. 1980 specifically. Oh, uh, this is um, Friday the 13th. Correct. Wow, you're doing great on this. I would, I would have sucked on this.
and ate his liver with some flava beans. <laughs> oh, that's this. Uh, yeah. uh, oh, yeah. Um, uh, Hannibal. Silence, or, or of Silence, Silence of the Lambs. That's, that's right. right. Yeah. Okay. Best worst Halloween songs. You're at a party. Which your which what song comes on? You jam and which ones you like? Oh dear God, turn that off. I don't know if I consider things Halloween songs, but I mean. Obviously, Thriller comes to mind, and everyone loves Thriller. I mean, but it's it's just a dance tune. Um, I don't know if I know too many Halloween themed. I have some actual interesting facts on Thriller. I, you you were probably too young to remember when Thriller hit on TV. I was too young, but it was like a whole. It was an hour long special on TV. It was yeah. built up, built up. Basically, what happened is Michael Jackson had watched an American Werewolf in London. And had seen it and, like, dug it. So he, that's how John Landis got involved. I guess that's what gave him the idea for this. But at the time, they spent an unheard of amount of money. It was $900,000 in 1980 or whatever it was to make that, which I actually went online to, a, like, a currency calculator, which was $2.7 million in today's money, which I can't... I mean, it's it was... Is that really a lot of money these days? I feel like you can burn $2 million making a TV show in, like, 10 minutes. But it's a music video. It is a music video. And how long is it? It's, like... 14 minutes yeah, long. Yeah, it's long. But it yeah. is long. I mean, and you they have had special thing. effects in all kinds they of stuff. They had special, 1980s style special effects. So pract- actually, practical effects. Practical effects, that's right. Uh, and that took some serious time. You would think that the people who made those costumes and all the artwork and the choreography would cost more than $900,000, even in 1980. If you told me they spent 1.5 on it in 1980, I'd still believe you because it's it's that involved. Yeah. Yeah, my daughter loves that whole thing. Oh, loves yeah, I love the it. zombie dance. Yeah. yeah. Like, we need to get start doing video. Michael Jackson, well, the, uh, it's like a meme now. Michael Jackson, when he's sitting inside the movie theater, before, like, watching the screen, yeah, yeah. and he's throwing the popcorn in his mouth, yeah. and he's like, that's like a meme. Oh, wow. For like, I'll, I'm going to sit back and watch the show. Yeah. Because he's just like, oh, just chewing on popcorn. According to Wikipedia, he, at the time, he was a Jehovah's Witness. I didn't know Michael Jackson was ever Jehovah's Witness, but apparently, like the Jehovah Witness people, are like, "Yo, dude, that's this is not cool. This is like paganism and demonology. You can't be hmm. doing this." I guess he got in trouble with them. I mean, of, I all the thing, of all the things he did in his life to get in trouble with the church, they picked Thriller Video. Final, final round of Halloween activities. Okay, okay. Weapon of choice against a specific foe. Gotcha. You're in a movie, and I'm I'm going to list out some foes, <laughs> and you have to tell me. What you're going to use to defend yourself. Okay. Okay, so we'll start with the, the first one. A ghost. What am I defending myself yeah. with? From a ghost? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Now, I, a blanket. Ooh. Just got to hide under the blanket. Be, can't see yeah. you. You can't, <laughs> you can't see me. Okay. I, well, actually, I just realized I didn't give you the caveat that it could be a mythical weapon. In other words, you were telling the story about your Stay Puff Marshmallow Man costume. Sure. Like, oh, so we have a, a what do you call that? pack? What, pro, is that what it's a proton pack? pack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or the one where they slide it across the floor and hit the foot. Oh, that's the trap. I mean, if we're talking about a ghost and I can use anything I want, yeah. I'm using a proton pack. Proton pack, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, I'm going to give you mythical mythical weapons are included, okay? okay. Good. Okay. Uh, zombie. Well, the zombie, you got to go you got to go for the uh you got to go for a shotgun. Yeah? Yeah, because you need to, like... You gotta take out the head. Yeah, you got to take the head out. Headshot. Once the head, headshot's good to go, and then you're good to go. The whole, the whole thing I have dies. an idea for a new theory on zombies, on a better way to make a zombie movie. Do so you know how zombies always start out, like, mostly... Uh, they're and slow. They're, and, and they're very lethargic. Except for that... Uh, 28 days later. 28 days later. And they are running. They're running crazy. They should do that, but they it should have, like... There should be, like, a battery pack in the zombie where they start out really fast... But, like, that's their superpower. Like, crazy, crazy fast. But 
over time, they just wilt down to then the crawling on the floor zombie. Yeah. Because then it would be based in somewhat scientific fact. Like, maybe the zombie virus, like, sped up your metabolism and made you super thing, but then you burn through whatever well, that actual... Is, I don't know if any of the movies, because it's always... But if you... the And I only watched up until a point, but The Walking Dead did that. And as the show progresses, you see people... The, the actual zombies are deteriorating. At least the ones that have been around for a while. Like, they're, everything's starting to... The oh. bones are showing. So they actually did do that. Okay, cool. I gotta yeah. watch that from mm-hmm. now on. Okay, vampire. Well, you need some, you need some garlic. You need some gar- You know what I would do? I would make like a like a like a nice garlic perfume, and I'd like put it on my <laughs> on my neck. I'd be like, hey, 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 Vlad, come over. Here. Why don't you give me a little kiss on the neck? And then he'd bite him. Like, oh, it's the garlic. Ah! Although I don't think garlic actually kills. It just wards them off. It wards them off. So that's why you never find. That's why you never see vampires in Italy. Yeah. I suppose. <laughs> That's going to be my new movie. A vampire in Italy. I can't, I can't go anywhere. <laughs> he, 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 he walks off the... Yeah, he gets off the ship. And he's in Venice. Smells the air. Turns around and get back on the ship. Yeah. Like, movie over. <laughs> okay. How about Frankenstein? Man, that dude was slow, right? Like, do you even need anything against Frankenstein? Well, I read... See, now, I read Mary Shelley's book, and Frankenstein was misunderstood. He, he wasn't really trying to hurt anybody. He got really upset when the when the villagers came after him, obviously. Well, wouldn't, yeah, who wouldn't? Yeah, because he's, he's, he's this thing that's sewn together, all these different body parts. But he was actually fine. The only Frankenstein movie I've ever seen ever, 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 ever is Young Frankenstein. <laughs> I mean, there is no better movie no. ever, almost ever made. It's It's amazing. If you, if you had, do you have like a favorite, I mean. Oh, favorite quote? Absolutely. Yeah. My father, my father's work was doo-doo. <laughs> That's, all right. All right. That or, when, that or when Igor, when he says, come, Igor, he goes, oh, I guess we're talking like this now. Because <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. he pronounces the hard I in the beginning of Igor. Igor, would you give me a hand with the bags? Certainly. You take the blonde and I'll take the one in the tithing. <laughs> so, weapon of choice. There we go. Pop songs. I mean, we got Thriller. Everybody's been listening to the the Monsters theme. We've had the Adams Family theme going on. Oh, you got to play. You know what? You can close the show with this Brad Paisley's Monster Rag. For reals? Oh, man. It's super good. All right. We'll close out. For all you uh, type 2 diabetics out there, go easy this weekend. Don't lose a foot. It's just a holiday. It's not worth it. Brad Paisley is a monster to talk about. He is. He really is. Okay. Now I want to do like a monster truck closeout. Well, thank you all for watching another episode from the music store. We'll be down at Big Buck's Barbecue Joint this weekend doing a mudslide on the Burko Cup. On Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Oh, this is good. This is really good. All right. Uh, all right, there we go. His, this, this guy, he's a virtuoso. He's been playing with Brad Paisley forever. If you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go where fashion sits? <laughs> Different types who wear a day coat, pants with stripes, or cutaway coat, perfect fits.
Trying mighty hard to look like Gary Cooper. Come, let's mix where Rockefellers walk with sticks or umbrellas in their midst. 